0: Hello, and welcome to the Coaches Cup. I am Sonia Green. I'm your host today. And before we get started with our topic, I want to tell you about some fun stuff we have coming up. Last week on the podcast, we talked about how imposter syndrome can affect your finances and your earning ability. And I wanted to let you all know that I will be doing not one not two, but three live webinars on how to boost your earning potential by dropping your imposter syndrome. I'm going to be doing those on May 9th, May 11th, and May 13th. So you have three opportunities to get these live webinars and find out how you can boost your earning potential. Something that I've talked to women about and experienced in my own life is how imposter syndrome can make us small. And so these are going to be it's a great one hour class. It's totally free and you can take it and learn how to boost your earning potential and drop your imposter syndrome all at the same time. So if you are interested, there are a couple of ways you can make sure you're on the list because I'm going to be sending out an email giving you options for the times that you want, for the date that works best for you. There will not be a replay, so you have to catch these live. So how do you do that? First thing you can do is go to my website, SoniaGreencoaching.com, and subscribe to get my emails to get all of my updates. While you're on there, if you haven't taken the the new quiz that I have, do I have imposter syndrome? It's that big pink button up in the top right corner. You cannot miss it. Go there, take that quiz. Get your results, and you'll be registered for my email list. So, you'll get the information on how to sign up for the live webinars. So, those are two ways that you can sign up subscribe to my email list on my website, or just take that quiz up at the top. Either way, and I look forward to seeing you all as I help you to boost your earning potential something that's really important for women. So, I hope. That not only you'll take advantage of it, but you'll tell a friend who could also benefit from this. And I mean, who couldn't benefit from a better paying position, right? All right. So this week, I want to talk to you about growth and how we measure growth. You know, spring is here. It's a time of growth. We think about it as a time of rebirth. And really, spring for me, much more than New Year's, is a time that gets me thinking about my own personal growth and development. And lately, the thing that I've been thinking about the most is how we measure our growth. I, I think that I've been thinking about this so much because I see with women that I'm coaching, I see how tempting it is to measure ourselves with a ruler meant for someone else, for someone else's growth, for someone else's journey, or a ruler that's been given to us by our culture, by our society, by the patriarchy. We want to measure ourselves with these rulers and, you know, I think about times when I've done this. We've all done it, right? I mean, it's, it's really common. But you look at somebody whose circumstances are completely different than yours, or maybe they're not. I mean, maybe they're somewhat similar, but still, they're not you. They're not on your journey. And still, we look at that person and we use where that person is to measure our own journey. I know we've all done it. I, I have done it countless times. Um, My favorite, I call these the false measuring sticks. And my favorite one is the parenting one, right? If you're a parent, I know you know what I'm talking about. You look at somebody's social media post about their vacation or something they did with their kids, or you look at, just a snapshot how they are interacting with their child at a ball game or on a play date or just something that's really quick, something that's tiny, has such a small point of comparison. And yet we use that moment to measure the kind of parent we are against the kind of parent they are. And nine times out of 10, when we measure that way, we're going to come out of it feeling bad, right? Beating ourselves up, saying negative things about our own parenting. And guess what? When we're saying negative things about whatever it is, whether it's our parenting, whether it's the way we are moving forward at work, if we're talking negatively to ourselves, then we're going to build in negative results. So... Think about the measuring stick that we're using to judge ourselves. You know, we also can use our own measuring stick to judge others. I, I was talking about that parenting scenario. And recently, a friend and I, um, we were at a store One day and there was a little boy in there. I don't know. He looked like he was about two or three and he was losing his mind. He was screaming his head off. He was red. And, you know, his mom was trying to try to console him, trying to get him quiet. And my friend just off the cuff just said, she, she needs to get control of that kid. And it wasn't a huge moment of judgment. It was just one of those off the cuff kind of moments. She said it without really thinking about it. I've said similar things. I know at times we weren't really even bothered by the child. It's just that he was so in our faces that, you know, in that moment, she just kind of off the cuff said that. And I looked at that situation differently. I was immediately transported back 20 years because when my daughter was two, she had had asthma and she was given... Uh, a new medication for her asthma and the first time I gave it to her I gave it to her and I took her to the library and that medication like she when every time she first started taking it she had lost all control not that two-year-olds have a lot of control to begin with I mean let's face it that's where they are that's they're learning that control but she acted very much like this little boy uh We were, I took her to the library. I was trying to find a book for my own research. I was in the PhD program at the time and she started screaming and running and kicking. And the only thing I could do, I remember picking her up by one arm, putting her under my arm, throwing my backpack on the other shoulder and heading out of the library And watching other adults looking at me and judging me in that moment. And I know that's what they were saying. She needs to get control of that kid. And so when I saw that, even though it's been 20 years, I still felt that flush of shame. I hadn't done anything wrong. But so often when we use a different yardstick, a different measuring stick, To measure what we think we should be doing, we are going to come up short. The only thing I could think of was how other people were judging me in that moment, how they were measuring my abilities as a parent and the shame that that brought on me. That wasn't a moment of growth, right? You can't grow when you're in that kind of shame spiral. You can't grow when you're measuring what you think you should be doing by the reality of the situation. And so it's not just when we measure our own growth. It's also when we measure other people by where we think they should be. That the person being measured in those moments is always measured unfairly and usually measured incorrectly as well. But I digress just a bit. The point that I ultimately want to make and that I want us to take away from today is that the only true measure of any one of us, the only time we can truly measure our growth and our development as a person, as a parent, as a whatever career we're in, is when we look at our particular starting point and measure how far we've come. That's it. Any other point of measure other than measuring your starting point and how far you have come, anything else is going to give you a false measurement, a false result. So think about if if you're a perfectionist, if you're trying to overcome your perfectionist tendencies, where were you when you started? How long or how often did you sit and overwhelm instead of choosing a target and moving toward that target? How long or how often do you do it now? Where you started versus where you are now. If you're happy with how far you've come, then what steps have worked for you along that journey? What steps can you continue to take that have gotten you to this point in your growth, in your development? If you aren't happy with your progress, what do you need to adjust? What can you try next that you haven't tried yet? Do you notice that the questions I'm asking when we measure our progress in this way, they don't have any moral judgment about them. There's nothing woven in to create shame. Instead, we're looking at it with curiosity. How far have I come? How much have I accomplished? And how do I make adjustments as I'm moving forward? Brene Brown teaches us that when we go into a new situation, and our goal is to connect with people by getting them to like us, if we don't get that connection, if we determine at the end of the day that they don't like us, we feel shame and we suffer our self-worth suffers in that moment. However, if we go into that same situation and our goal is to find our people. We want to create a connection, but we want to go, go in there and find our people, whoever our people are. Those people that share our values and share our goals. If we go in that into that situation and we don't get that connection, then we may be disappointed, but it doesn't affect our self-worth. It doesn't affect our self-worth because our goal wasn't to get people to like us. Getting people to like us is measuring ourselves with somebody else's measuring stick. Think about it. Even if you are able to find someone that you can get to like you then how much energy are you going to have to put into that? And that relationship is always on the line because you're always doing some kind of performance to keep up the way that they that you've decided that they like you. They like me for this reason. I have to keep that up. It's a performance that I have to keep doing. And you all know me and how I always come back to how much energy it takes. That takes a lot of energy to keep maintaining relationships by continuing to try to get people to like us, whether it's at work, whether it's other parents in a circle, whether it's friends, whatever it is, it's a lot of energy we're expending as opposed to going out and finding our people. We're finding people who feel authentic enough to measure themselves by their own rulers. We're measuring ourselves by our own rulers. And when we run into those people, the connection can be authentic. It can be natural. It can be uh, without all that spent energy because I am being who I am. You're getting me. And if you like me, then awesome, because this is the me you're always going to get. I measure me by my yardstick. I don't measure me by your yardstick and vice versa. So think about how in this season of growth, as you think about springtime and your own growth and the development that you want to make over this next period in your life, however long that period is. Think about how can you readjust your measuring stick? How can you always be sure You're measuring from your starting point to where you are now, looking back at how far you've come. You can begin by documenting the starting point, right? That's the most important thing. Um, What were you like at that point and how have you grown? If today is your starting point, then Think about that. What area do you want to work on? And I say area because I want you to be specific. We're not throwing out the baby with the bathwater. You know, spring happens every year, right? So focus on one thing that you want to work on, you want to change, and make a list of some small doable ways you can begin to make those changes and put in your calendar This is the day I'm going to measure this. You know, with weight loss, we look at things often on a weekly or a monthly basis. We do reviews that often. You can do this whenever you want. You can say, you can make it a daily practice. What did I do yesterday to move out of my perfectionism? What worked? What didn't? What am I going to do today? What am I going to try? And then each day or each week, reflect on that period with curiosity, not with judgment. This is our measurement. It's nobody else's. It's nobody else's business. It's for our own personal growth. What did I do that worked? What else could I try? Maybe either add to what's working or readjust and make a plan, reflect, Readjust as necessary and move forward. It's not a race, it's a journey. And the journey is is the whole goal. But if you're measuring your own journey from your own starting point and not letting all of the things come in from society, from our culture, from other people, listening to their shoulds, you know what you need to work on and you know when authentic growth is happening. What better way to spend the springtime and plan for the future? Next week, I want to talk about why we measure from the starting point and not from the ideal. All right. So we'll talk about that then. But for now, happy growing. I hope you are enjoying the springtime as much as I am. Don't forget, if you're looking for coaching, you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com. If you're interested in getting in on the live webinar, How to Boost Your Earning Potential by Dropping Your Imposter Syndrome, go to my website. Take the quiz, big pink button up in the top right-hand corner, or just sign up subscribe to my list. Uh, Alternately, if you want to DM me on Facebook, I'm at Sonia Green Coaching or on Instagram, Sonia underscore Green Coaching. DM me with your email address and say, put me on the list. I don't want to miss this webinar. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.